It's Thursday, the 23rd of May. I'm Linda von Tolberg, and here is today's business flash briefing. Cyril Ramaphosa has been elected unopposed as South Africa's president by the National Assembly yesterday, while his deputy David Mabuza's future is in doubt after Mabuza asked to delay the process in light of a report by the ANC's Integrity Commission in which it said that Mabuza had brought the ANC into disrepute. The rand gained after the news of the currency reversing an earlier decline and traded at 14 rand 37 cents to the dollar late yesterday afternoon. The ANC also announced that Nomvulu Mokonyane and Malusi Gigaba have also withdrawn their candidacies as lawmakers. It means Ramaphosa has the flexibility to bring in two new MPs and he could nominate another deputy president. The cleanup operation appears to be gathering steam at the Passenger Rail Agency of South Africa or PRASA, as another three senior executives have been suspended as part of his ongoing investigations into corruption and wasteful expenditure, and the employment contract of its former company secretary, Tumi Mahube, has been terminated. On the list of those suspended are the Chief Strategy Officer, Dr. Sipo Satole, the Head of Legal, Risk and Compliance, Martha Ngoye, and an executive in the Group CEO's office, Tiro Holele. Prasa Group CEO Nkusinati Sishi said he was claiming Prasa back from state capture, and he was determined to rid Prasa of corruption, nepotism and administrative inefficiencies. South Africa has decided to send Manuel Chang, the ex-Mozambique finance minister accused of fraud in the $2 billion tuna bond scandal, home to Mozambique, instead of the U.S. to face charges. This came after an ex-credit Swiss group AG banker became the first person to plead guilty in the case. The ANC government does not have a great record in turning in alleged perpetrators from the African continent to international authorities. When former Sudanese President Mohamed al-Bashir, wanted for war crimes by the International Criminal Court, traveled to Johannesburg to attend an African Union summit in 2015, the government allowed him to depart, even though a high court barred him from leaving. On the JSE yesterday, Sassel shares plummeted by almost 13% after it came to light that the cost of the Lake Charles Chemicals project in Louisiana would balloon to as much as $12.9 billion, which is a 50% increase in planned costs. It's a further setback for the development that's part of Sassel's plan to extend internationally. The Sassel shares slump was the worst in 20 years. Other moves down on the day was redefined properties, whose shares decreased by 7.6%. Winners of the day was RCL Foods Limited, and they rose by more than 4.5%, while Goldfields was up by 4.3%. As speculation swirls about plans to deal with ESCOM's crippling debt, there's one group of stakeholders who say they are being kept in the dark. It's the owners of the company's 243 billion rand of bonds. One credit analyst, which oversees 185 million rand of bonds, including those of ESCOM, says they have not had any interaction with the company outside of the stock exchange news service statements and newspaper reports. They also say they don't have details of what would happen to current funding and a restructure. Investors have given Ramaphosa the benefit of the doubt so far, but now that he has been sworn in, 
They say he needs to come up with a credible plan soon to fix ESCOM. That is regarded as the biggest threat to South Africa's economy. This has been your Business Flash Briefing. Until the next time, bye.